Hi, and welcome to the Flute Talk Podcast, where we talk about all things flute, live here on Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon is a place for fans like you to come and support creators like us. For as little as $2 a month, you can join in on this live show once a month. Plus, we'll send you the popular 5-minute warm-up for Flutus in a Hurry as a gift for being so awesome. Plus, we'll give a shout-out to all of our patrons in our podcast. This plus many more perks and tiers await you. So why not join us over on Patreon and help us continue to make great content? The Flute Talk Podcast is also brought to you by the Flute Center of New York. The Flute Center of New York has the world's largest selection of flutes. If you need to buy a flute or piccolo, the Flute Center of New York has you covered. With our code TFC at checkout, you can try up to three to four flutes for up to 10 days, have an extended 18-month warranty, and free shipping worldwide. So be sure to go to the website flutes4sale.com. So that's flutes the number four sale.com flutes for sale.com just be sure to use that code tfc for all those perks and a little bit of that does go our way another sponsor as well ourselves we have a store if you haven't noticed yet we have a store over at store.theflutechannel.com we have some shirts and posters and things like that over at teespring so you can definitely go there and get some merch posters whatever you'd like that we have it will be there you probably notice it under our videos if you're interested be sure to go to store.theflutechannel.com that helps us out immensely so yeah on with the show hey everybody welcome to flute talk podcast i'm nick and i'm emily how's it going emily good how are you i'm good (laughs) so today we're going to talk about um how to evaluate uh, your inst- an instrument when you want to buy it, say either it's from like Flutes in New York or from eBay or from your local shop, whatever, whether it's used or new. So just to kind of talk about the used market, because a lot of people are looking through the used market. I remember reading a bunch of comments from several people, even some people messaging us, asking us, oh, does this eBay flute, you know, is this worthwhile? Is this that? So I'll just go step by step how I would look at things like off of eBay and stuff. And if you're not able to see the flute, like firsthand, like you're buying something like a Yamaha 200 series for like 200 to $400, you want to ask, you know, the buyer, the seller rather, uh, several questions like, has the pads ever been replaced? Has the instrument ever uh, had an accident of any sort, even if it's a tiny drop or anything like that? Or are there any dents? Um, stuff like that. Also, um, if the pads haven't been replaced, how long has the flute been with that person? Has it been three, four years? Has it been 10 years, you know? Um, and also how often was it used? Was it used only one hour a week or one hour a month? Or was it used every hour or once, you know, an hour every day of the week? Um, when those things, you know, coincide uh, and they say, you know, uh, the instrument's been played for only one hour, you know, a week for two years, I would say the pads are still pretty good. Like the pads can still last a good year of the same type of wear and tear of that. But if you're gonna be playing more, um, I would advise to go and get the pads replaced. For a student flute like that, uh, you're not looking more than, you know, the price that you paid for it to replace it with the pads, to replace the pads usually. It's pretty expensive to change pads. Uh, Student pads are pretty cheap though. But when we had, because we bought a student flute like that. It was a higher model though, yeah. Kijiji or eBay, whatever. I think it was, yeah. A hundred bucks for a pretty good flute. It's a 300 Uh, series, I thought. It wasn't a 200. 400, 400, yeah. I think it's a 481 or something like that. So that's a good flute. That's a professional series flute, you know. But then um, the flute hadn't been played in 10 years or something like that. So the pads, 
things had kind of dried out. Was it? What, um, does that happen? Like, not really. If you don't play an instrument, what happens? If it hasn't, like, let's say it's been left in the case for 15 years. Uh, it depends where it's been left in a case. Okay. If, if it's left in a place that's... If it, yeah, if there was a place that has uh, a rolling humidity where, like, during the seasons, like, summer, it's humid, but then winter, it's very dry. Maybe over 10 years, you will see some deterioration. Also, it really just comes down to also if there's any uh, mites or animals oh, okay. also as well, too. They can go in between the little seam of the case and go inside and eat those pads. Um there's all types of little things like that. If you leave it up in an attic, there's a, a lot of dust, a lot of, you know, mold. Mold change. also grows. Oh yeah. You can, yeah. You can, and you can, don't want to breathe that no, in. No, you don't want to breathe in mold. No, not not at all. Uh, I know the story of a, a flutist who had a gold flute, lived in a skyscraper, and play, and left his window open and always played his flute, you know, very hard, like professional flutist, loads of, loads of uh, moisture inside of it. And he wouldn't clean it out and leave it on his piano. And... Uh, the pads after you know a week or two would just you know be warped and also the the uh, the screws were rusting already with the reaction of the gold the the uh, sweat and the air from the skyscraper from the wind from the high winds outside mm -hmm. you don't notice it up there but there is this wind that's now blowing through there that's causing a lot of problems too with the pads with the oxidization so it was probably moving things. that that humidity all around the flute yeah. and making it yeah that's a that's a yeah your... yeah that's a full blown problem you know like yeah. everything's being affected including the mechanisms and all those things so I would always encourage you know when you're doing when after you're playing you swab it out close it in the case put it in its other case if it has a secondary case so that nothing really gets involved inside of it mm -hmm. um, don't you don't need to wait for the pads to dry and stuff like that because the pads are dry um, you know for the most part it's just what it is just a little bit of condensation around each one of those tone holes but to go back to the the uh, the buying part of it you can't really negotiate on ebay so you have to add up the cost of what everything's going to cost so you know a 200 hundred dollar flute that does need its pads replaced with student pads which are could be the exact same price as that flute the pads you know? are usually good for 10 years like it depends, um, depends how much on who you play. yeah it depends on a student flutes i would still replace them every two three four years like two to oh, four yeah? years if they're using it a lot like if you're in band oh, okay. and stuff you're using it a lot so you will get leaks and you'd rather have those replaced even if it's one or two pads because you don't have to replace the whole the whole system uh with student flutes i've, I've wondered I would, oh okay yeah it's different because like with my it flute is. i replace every eight ten years yeah and I st <clears throat> like i don't play as much as when i was a student maybe but yeah. no i still play it's just i don't practice as much but i still right. play but um yeah yeah it really comes down to that like uh because sometimes they'll change yeah. just the pads they need to change yes yeah. because uh, for flutes like that student when you go to a student model flute there's a lot of like uh things that are not done on the on the system with the tone holes in particular the the pads the pads is the most important thing you kind of want to look out for because mechanism and rods and stuff when somebody says there's been an accident then you have to accumulate to that which the costs are even more so but that's just for beginner flutes these are all just beginner flute tips um when it comes to intermediate um then it's a different story because then costs become even higher and usually these are the questions you have to ask, especially particularly with um, eBay in particular, is, uh, has a, again, the flute ever had an overhaul ever? Because if it hasn't, it's been five years, 10 years, that's going to basically be the cost of your flute. Like say you get a $1,000 flute, it's going to cost you another $1,000 to get it back up to to, yeah. to, to, to standard but if it's five years and it's an intermediate flute that's been well maintained yes. it might be okay oh yeah but also i think sometimes 
when we buy a flute, we forget the maintenance costs. Yeah, sure. So we buy a flute. Oh, that's a deal. But then you should still go to a technician every year yeah. or every yes. two years at least just to see if there's anything. Because if you let it get worse, you know, little problems can be fixed easily. Yeah, totally. But if you play on it, then it can really oh, it can cause even more. Yeah, it can cause more problems. Yeah. And also, so like you should have a budget for that yeah. as well yeah. to make sure you maintain your investment and, exactly and like i remember during the flute uh, festival um alexa still she was uh, working with a student and she said you know your flute it's a basic flute but if you brought it to a good technician they could make it sound better mm -hmm. because like the way they make it in the in the factory they go fast but there's little things that could make it sound way better yeah. for the same flute. So totally. like, yeah, you have to keep a little bit of budget for maintenance and mm -hmm. especially if it's used, but totally. even if it's new, you still, but new, usually you have a warranty to get yep. the first because it, it moves a little bit yeah. in the first months and you have to have little adjustments. Totally. And new is something we'll talk about at the end because that's really kind of, we talk about new okay. all the time. And just, yeah, intermediate, it's really that. Um, usually with intermediate flutes, you come with intermediate players that are trying to sell their secondary flute. So they usually, I would say almost almost always, they take good care of their flute usually. Or they get it through an inheritance or something like that. But usually um, they do bring it in for repairs and stuff like that every, you know, annually, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like that's what, those are certain things you definitely look out for, especially on eBay um, for intermediate. The rest is really kind of the same type of questions, like, has it gone through an accident? Has it, you know, how long has it been played on? How old is it? Uh, those are all things that warrant, you know, if it's not, if it's more than two years, like if it's more than the outside age of like a new flute, I would consider anything bought right away that's new, new until two years, you know, like not many things will go wrong when it's set to factory. You know, it's going to be pretty good for about a year of hard playing and then maybe a little bit more and then you have to bring it to, to a repair tech. But that's the thing with flutes and any other instrument you have to, like you said before, uh, be prepared to have a, an annual budget for your flute to be repaired because it is a, a machine that does wear down. You know, all those rods and all those things that connect all the keys every single time you press on it, they all rub against each other. There are little, you know, fractions of a millimeter jaw, like a points of, of connection that rub and wear out and then a technician brings those back with tools to and move them yeah. all back together. And they need to also clean it and re-oil yes. it yeah. to make sure really... it's still yep. smooth. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if, the, yeah. if you don't do it, then the mechanism can start shifting a little bit. Yeah. And then after that, your flute's not, not worth anything. Yeah. I've had a student uh, who got a very cheap flute like that, but it, that, that was it. Like it went so far that the technician said like to repair it would cost more than to get a new one at this point because it hasn't been um, maintained well enough. Yeah, exactly. You know, but now she bought a good one. Yeah. She maintains it. So mm -hmm. she's going to have it forever. Like right. it's her flute for her life. Yeah. And sometimes it's the best thing to do. Totally. Get a good instrument. Keep exactly. It good. Yeah. And there are like maintenance kits, but I would really advise maybe even going to a shop and asking them, uh, what can I do to keep these things, you know, how to keep things maintenance uh, free a little bit? Obviously, you can't repair X pads and you're still giving them business, but you never know. They might be able to help you out. Um, but I would 
ask them first before buying any type of like maintenance kit i know yamaha has one and all these but like you get it but you really don't know what to do with it because like how much oil do you worse. yeah how much oil do you really put inside a rod because you can press and then press too much and then gets over lubricated and then you're you know another mm-hmm. uh you get other problems because that oil now is staying there and any dust anything is now connecting to it and it's going to cause even more problems inside there's too. people that uh, give workshops about food maintenance yep but they're very far from each other so it's like it's hard to say for people to which one to go to because some of them one's in vermont but then one is also in la and people live everywhere all over the world so it's a hard thing to say like to uh kind of advise them for that but there are little things you can do like make sure you have a screwdriver in case a screw does fall off or is about to fall off you know uh i know in one of our videos i think um when you use a screwdriver you unloosen it until you hear a click where the where the thread's about to connect into it you go backwards then when i hear that click you go back into that because you can um screw it in where the thread doesn't begin and you can cause a whole oh, threshold of problems it's, it's not in it's in not line in, in yeah line. yeah oh because because it's made machine precise so those it's go exactly like where it's supposed to go yeah it is jeweler tools it's, it's very much like jewelry yeah. so you wouldn't improvise yourself as a jeweler yeah so you wouldn't shouldn't improvise yourself as a yeah they even have repair. exactly yeah exactly yeah. and they even have jewel even in, in repair shops they have jeweler eyeglasses at instrument repair shops because really it's these small small Maybe delicate advices create, and stuff um, like that you should create because you're also a repair yeah yeah uh, certified yeah, yeah. Uh, repair yeah exactly uh, technician maybe you should create an online um course yeah. you know mm-hmm. like basic how to uh, adjust maybe uh, clean and yeah. oil little things like that it's not yeah. the same as in person because in person you can say hey yeah. be careful here you put just a bit yeah. too much and you don't have the yeah. retroaction exactly that's the problem teaching a course like that online like i said with i wouldn't give tips for oiling and all those things because those are really things that you have to do in person those technical type of things like that to a certain degree yeah but that's really yeah and then after intermediate basically like um you have professional and professional really um are hard to find on 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 ebay but when you do and you find it for a good price usually they're being resold by stores like food center in new york perhaps maybe not or some other places i'm not saying they do but others do for sure and you can find a good deal there and usually those are from places that are pretty reputable make sure you check their like ebay rating and all that stuff um and then you know you want to then at that stage or even stages below Find out what type of things you want. Do you want to have specific types of extra features? Like, do you want a flute that has an offset G to be a little bit more ergonomical? Or do you want to have uh, a split E mechanism for an intermediate flute? Or even some beginner flutes have that too, which is this mechanism that has a curved post and vents the E key a bit better. So it doesn't crack as so much. So it doesn't the, crack as the third much. Octave e. But if you don't have that you can ask a technician to just put a donut on yeah your there's also donuts yeah that's it, a, it does the same yeah a donut's just basically a soldered piece of 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 uh, metal or silver usually uh in one of the, i think it's like the second g key just over there that they can do that pretty easily uh, and that does facilitate it better if you have an inline flute uh, or if you have a flute that has an offset g but no splitty you know yeah. there are some flutes like that um and yeah. um but like for used flutes, a uh, place like the Flute Center of New York, mm-hmm. they have a yeah, lot. They have of a huge used, flutes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of used flutes. Uh, so and especially and there, they have more yeah. of the higher models there. I'm yes. sure than you would find on eBay. Exactly. Their website is flutesforsale.com. Yeah. So number four. Yeah. Yeah. And there you can, and just there, there's also they're all flutists there, and I'm 
do believe that they they repair all the used flutes to standard before they sell it again. Okay. So you could definitely double check with them with that, but I would assume that they do that to keep it so that you buying you're buying a used flute that's, that's been put playable, back to playable yeah. standards and so there is a really maybe they don't overall, but at least it's uh, it's playable. I can't say. I but don't I, know. Yeah, we should ask them. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure they have a standard for sure. Um, so you have those types of options. You know, evaluating you know any type of flute, you should always ask questions and ask those questions. Like I said at the beginning. Um, but the difference I would say also is that if you buy on eBay, you buy and that's it. But if you use the Flute Center of New York, for example. You can try a couple of flutes and then send them back if you don't like them yeah. or just keep one and send the other the others back. Yeah, that's right. So that can be, like this way you can see it in person. You of can course. see the quality of the yeah, pads. Of course. Like you can look, you can, you know, yeah. you can have your teacher try them as yeah. well or look at them if you exactly. have a teacher. And this way... If that fits your budget, for sure. Uh, but it all depends. Like if you're trying to get a $200 flute or if you're investing in a higher model, mm -hmm. you won't have the same... You won't look at the same places, maybe. Yes. You won't have the same... Um, um, like you'll be a bit more thorough, I guess, if you're putting $3,000 in your flute than if you're putting 200 <laughs> Yeah. So that's the thing. Because like, for instance, like the flutes in New York is really just... Uh, you know, I think their cheapest flutes are a thousand bucks, you know, so you're really, it's really for most people, they won't be necessarily looking there. I've gotten more emails from people looking on eBay than there. Yeah. So it's tremendous. Like a lot of people still just go to eBay to find these types of flutes. And I would say look for flutes like the most trustworthy flutes I've always found were like Yamaha 200 series. 300 series if you're lucky you know anything under you yeah know, they're all like yamaha is usually very reliable it's just that a 400 yeah. series like we found a 400 that's series through, for 100 yeah. bucks that was uh but that was through kijiji yeah and so was like kijiji and we went with the car and got yeah. it but we look were able yeah. to look at it yeah. that was good too because exactly. we went there looked at it and we're like that's yeah, a good sure, flute sure. we took it you yeah know? exactly yeah you can look like craigslist uh, craigslist too in the united states and uh, kijiji is the same thing but here in canada and then, you know, go and see the flute if you can. See any, any uh, you know, uniformness. If you're able to have the flute in your hand, make sure you look against like a light so you see that there's not many dents. And then, you know, make sure the pads are not ripped. You'll pretty much notice if the pads are ripped, there's like literally like ripped paper because the pad is made out of uh, a little, sometimes two little pieces of fish skin or a very thin membrane of some sort usually some usually th synthetic now and then a pad above it so you'll you'll see for sure a ring around the flute which is the imprint of the flute key onto the flute tone hole but then you'll see uh rips or you'll see waves or you might even see the pad be bent and waved those are usually like tell tall tell signs that you have to get that pad replaced it's going to leak so you want when you practice when you play it in front of where you're going to try it it might not play so then Keep that in account to when you have to negotiate with with people. Be like, well, this is uh, this price. Like, it, it's going to cost me this much. Maybe we can knock off this much money. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Because you don't want to end up with a used flute that you spent a thousand bucks on, and then sure. in the end, you could have bought a new flute. Yes, with a guarantee for yeah. You know, yeah. so many months, and then yeah. and you can do those types of things. So that's uh, I'm just trying to remember. Like, yeah, that's really those are the main things that people should look out for. Um, there's also like groups on Facebook too that are selling flutes too. Because um, you have a lot of yeah. people who play in a high school and then their parents buy them a yep. flute and then exactly 15 years later they realize, oh, I've never touched it. Yeah. And it's sitting in a 
Ja. Yeah. You know, in a... Whatever. Yeah, in the attic, whatever. In, the attic in storage. Or in storage and taking a space that, sure. you know, let's just sell it for a very low price and, yeah. and find deals. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's a very saturated market, especially on eBay. Um, there are a lot of used flutes every week, you know, ever since uh, the very beginning. So I would look at those types of... I wouldn't look at like Art Lee or, or you know, those flutes like... They're, they're from, usually very old. Aren't they're usually ones? pretty old or Bundy flutes. I would really, those are ones that it's just those systems and those pads are no longer around anymore. So oh. they're more expensive to find, like in specific shops. Some shops might carry them because, you know, bands in high school have yeah, a lot of those yeah. old flutes still. So they still have lots of stock. But I would look, you know, Gemeinhart or Yamaha or those types of flutes that even are around my, a lot. Even now, like Sonari has like cheaper models so i'm pr- powell like yeah powell sonari that that's still uh, a thousand yeah yeah but like i'm sure when you buy used you can probably find deals yeah they're like, not I, as I saturated in the market they're not much. as saturated in the market as as yamaha yeah you know they, they they flooded the market yeah they sell so, a lot especially yeah. in in schools yeah and kids and bands already play that that brand so yes. they tend to buy that brand yeah. again and so it's still pretty early on for those types of beginner premium models i guess is what you would want to call them the scenarios and stuff yeah, like that which are Sonari these is like intermediate i guess there used to be yeah they, there was like an it was a solid intermediate about five years ago ten years ago and now they have other models a little bit lower than their scenario like okay. they have other scenario models now from what i remember okay so that's from powell you can definitely uh, see what they have too but i mean the um, yeah like what out what to look for you know that's those are the things and don't feel you know uh, afraid to uh, email the buyer at eBay or any of those places. So be, definitely, if you're going to buy something, make sure you have a point of contact so you can contact them. Like, don't just look at the picture and like, oh, it's good. No, you should still ask questions. Pictures can't tell everything. Even if you have every angle, it's not going to tell everything because people, I've never seen a single, like, non, except for a shop, uh, take detailed photos to mm-hmm. to be able to sell it properly um so definitely reach out to them and ask those types of questions about the pads how long it's been a, in your in your possession is it a, another use that you bought from somebody else uh, you know like try to find out the story as much as you can so that you can assess because anything that's out of the norm uh besides it being you know what you expect to be brand new you have to add costs and make sure to Find out like what your repair techs in your area also charge. They, even if before you buy a flute, like how, you call them up and say, "How much do you charge to replace pads on a beginner flute?" Yeah, or you know? do a, a <coughs> oiling and adjustment, or yeah, a clean oil and adjustment. That's for a this CLA. model yeah. because like different models, like you said, will yeah. have different prices. Yes, that's right. Because where you kind of know what to expect. Yes. Because even if you don't have to do the overall right now, let's say it's in five years, you still yes. want to know how much. It might cost you approximately at least, you know? 100%, exactly. And remember that every flute maker does have different specifications to their pads and how their mechanism works and everything. Even if it's fractions of a millimeter, uh, a Yamaha pad might not fill, fit, you know, a uh, Gemeinhardt pad. You know, they might not be universal, so they might have to have another stock or order special order stock because not every shop has all the pads, you know? in their mm-hmm. region say your one region only yeah, has yamaha yeah. and you a bought like a sankoy you have yeah. a um car from uh, that's been uh, that's from another yeah 
like place, a, yeah, like a rare car. Yeah, and Audi that, or Bentley or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then um, the parts are more rare. Right. So then it's more expensive to repair than a exactly. Toyota that everyone has around. And yeah. Yeah, so you buy and you're like, oh, it's the same price to buy, but is is it going to be the same price to repair? That's the other thing you have to think about. Yep, exactly. So... Yeah, that's about it. I think that's everything. But if you guys definitely have any uh, comments or uh, be sure to leave them down below in the video. Uh, and if you're listening on uh, on the podcast, be sure to go to Anchor and leave a leave a comment through the Anchor app. You can leave a voice message for us. If you go to the Anchor app and go to our channel, you can leave a little voice message and you, we can hear and we can air it on the next time to talk a little bit just extra about this topic. Um, and if you have any questions about this like I said, on YouTube, be sure to leave it down below if you have any more questions about how to evaluate a flute. We'll be sure to, maybe we missed something, you know. Yeah. And, oh, and we know. forgot to say, if you use our, um, if you use the Flute Center of New York, yeah. uh, please use our code TFC. Yeah. It gives you perks and it helps us out. So a lot yeah. of people have been using it. And yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. And that, that deal works for uh, all over the world. And you can either uh, go on their website, like flutes, and then the number four, sale.com. And then... Um, yeah, you can also call them, and they're all flutists there. They can definitely set you up, use the code TFC. Uh, you get an extended warranty. You also get to try up to three to four flutes for up to 10 days anywhere. They, you know, and then you can try which ones and send all of them back or one or just take one and then send the other ones back, and they charge you, and that's it. And we get a commission out of that just to be fully transparent, and that helps us out tremendously for uh, this and the rest of the stuff we do over on the, uh, on the Flute Channel's uh, YouTube page. But yeah, Flutes for Sale is a really great place to, to do that. They have used flutes, largest selection of used flutes, largest selection of new flutes. Uh, they have, almost, I think they have every brand. And they even have weird, rare flutes too that, uh, you know, so you can for definitely... For collectors. For collectors yeah. as well. And that deal works out for us as well too if you want to use TFC. Uh, I believe so. I believe it's also with used flutes too, I think. I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's it for that. So if you have any questions or comments feel free to let us know down below like the video too yeah and also sometimes in shops around where you live you might yeah. find stuff and you can try it and usually they have a warranty yes and they do so if you need to have it repaired you can go to that shop mm -hmm. and sometimes if, even if you have a flute they can take your flute and deduct yeah. the price that they give you yeah from your flute if you have and one so yeah. you know sometimes if you're looking at um getting a higher model or it can also be something interesting. It's so true. You know, you can go and check what they have. Sometimes they have used because they take used flutes from other people. Yeah. And, you know, you can look into it and see what type of warranty they offer you and all that stuff. Just make sure they're honest people, yeah. you know, because you don't want to buy something that, <laughs> yeah. that you're going to, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you can trade them in. That's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah that's about it for this one this has been a pretty great podcast we do this every uh, month every su last Sunday of the of the month uh, over on Patreon live um, and we pick up questions from there and also pick up questions from the, the crowd over on the Flute channel and uh, if you want to join us over there and join us live and also just uh, be part of the inner community that is the Flute channel uh, over on Patreon go to patreon.com slash uh, patreon.com slash the Flute channel and you can donate as little as a dollar a month, or you can donate any of the dollar amounts that we have for our tiers. Uh, we have a couple tiers that gives you a couple perks and stuff like that. But uh, 
that goes a long way and helps us a lot. We already have, I think we're almost touching about 20 people right now on there. So that's pretty cool. That's and, cool. And uh, that's awesome. And like, Thanks to our patrons. Yeah, thanks to all of our patrons too. Yes. It's amazing. And uh, I think that's it for now. I think by next month's podcast, you'll already be doing the concerto. So we'll definitely like talk about concertos and stuff maybe next time. And uh, if you're in the Montreal area... Be sure to check out the uh, community tab. We'll leave information about uh, buying tickets for that uh, concerto. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So if you do come, come and see me. Yeah, you have to come and say hello and stuff like that. Then after. For sure, we would definitely appreciate that. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You'll be playing a concerto with orchestra, which is great. Not your first time, which is great. Fourth time. Fourth time. Wow. That's awesome. It's very exciting. I love playing concertos. It's super cool. Yeah. I'm such a diva. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening in. Uh, Be sure to stay tuned for more videos and also for the next Food Talk podcast next month in October. Thanks, everybody. See ya. See you. Thanks. Bye.